0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: black women's disappointment that the great race man frederick Douglass had chosen to marry a white woman ida wrote i too would have preferred that mr douglas had chosen one of the beautiful charming colored women of my race for his second wife but he loved helen pitts and married her and it was outrageous that they should be crucified by both white and black people for doing so That both women devoted several pages to Douglas' second marriage, decades after the fact, suggests that his choice was significant in informing their own ideas about marriage and racial leadership. Terrell, Mary Church Terrell, considered the hue and cry against his marriage to be a contradiction against larger arguments for racial equality that black people could not really afford to make. Yet she also stridently insisted that not only was interracial marriage personally undesirable but she was not especially optimistic about its broad prospects either she made an exception for douglas perhaps like wells did because helen douglas had good racial politics both women however affirmed the desire to see black men marry black women and expressed their own commitment as black women to marry black men these debates demonstrate the extent to which the politics of marriage are deeply bound up with racial leadership at least for race women it is clear that black women race leaders felt both an explicit personal and political commitment to marrying within the race in a way that douglas and consummate 19th century race men did not share hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday we are ready to do some podcasting you guys can find us on itunes stitch or podomatic search the black out Tips. leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is Let's an unofficial sport football. a bullet ball extreme um and uh yeah we got a lot of stuff to talk about Okay. we do we do um bef- before you move on mm-hmm. um and i know i always comment about the quotes because these no, so- i like that's one of the reasons i start with the quotes because i know you like to talk about them
0: yeah like a lot this
1: of- uh by the way this excerpt is from uh beyond respectability women gender and sexuality in american history um go ahead i'm sorry oh no 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 you're good because a lot of these
0: quotes i'm actually hearing for the first time like i know some of the audiences too and so you know because i kind of like to talk to you about it because it just makes me think it gives me a different uh, perspective but that shit right there is deep and that's some shit that people feel to today like like that's some shit that ain't never gonna change and you know i i personally feel as though it's very complex i feel as though black women's loyalty to the race has devastated black women in pers- in when it comes to marriage to some extent. Because for black women, we ha- we bound ourselves and black men in the community bound us normally to marry black men. Mm-hmm. Black men have the option to marry any woman they want to. They can go outside the race, they they, they can dip in, like they, they have the freedom to do that. And that's all I'm asking is that black women have the freedom. You know, a lot of black women won't
1: even consider going outside of the You know what's funny? It's not just a black thing, really. Uh, In patriarchy, throughout all of um, racial classes, the men consider the women property. That's how it's always been. Uh, I mean, it still is that way in many ways. You know, just the mentality of property. But it used to literally be property, too. And so because of that, the men also use race as a denominator to say this type of woman belongs to us and then of course you have racial dynamics throughout the just populace of racial hierarchies of whiteness always being served first and then at the bottom is always blackness because it is not it's the most opposite of whiteness in most people's eyes there's no like they allow a certain amount of respectability to the to women that are not black so you can be an asian woman and there's some respectability to that you can be a latina 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 latinx woman there's respectability to that there's everything except black and black is the has to be the bottom of the barrel we've talked about it on the show before we talked about these dating studies now it doesn't matter that it's not true desirability wise people believe it Right. So, black women can be the most educated, the most entrepreneurial, they can earn more, um, uh, degrees and earn more money and all this type of stuff. It doesn't matter. A black, like a man in general, not even just a black man, a man in general, especially in America, will consider black being the least of these. No matter what the fuck this, they could be ain't shit as fuck. They could be broke, they could be, um you know unemployable they could be living abusive. at home with their mama they could be abusive they still view in many cases obviously we're sweeping with a broad brush here mm-hmm. in many cases there's a lot of black people that a lot of people that go well the lowest rung of women is black
0: right and 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 the thing is for black women you are quote unquote considering betraying the race if you get to the point where you're like, "Fuck it, I'm going to date anybody," like, mm-hmm. like I am not obligated and I am not bound to this race. I just want to be loved. And 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 sometimes people don't really think of it like that because yeah. they don't think as of black women in in general as wanting and desiring to be loved. Period. Don't I'm gonna fuck who loves me? I just want to be loved. And a lot of times people kind of strip that away from us the the opportunity. To just look for love wherever I find love. And if I find
1: love in a white man, so be it. Or Asian man. Wherever I find love, that's well, where I find it. The other problem, though, is even outside of the race, you still deal with the anti-blackness. Yes, you so, do. Which is, like I said, it's not unique to black men. It's to... <clears throat> like, a lot of things within black culture. And this is a double standard of my own. And I don't know. Maybe if I look deep enough, it's somewhat anti-black. But to me it hurts more for my own people when we carry bigotry that we've learned through white supremacy into our culture Mm -hmm. it's not it's not to say we are more profound at it it's not even to say we are worse or something that's not it but it does hurt me worse to know that to when i'm around a black man who talks about black white women and how great they are and uh or they talk down on black women and how they wouldn't date them and like that hurts me to know that you know and often if i challenge them on that or i bring it up it's gonna end up being one it's like talking to a brick wall but also we're gonna end up not being friends and a lot of black men will do the opposite which is they'll lie and say that that doesn't exist they'll lie and act like those brothers are few and far between and the truth of the matter is like there's a lot of black men who think like that because they've been conditioned by white supremacy to feel that they are one wrong away the other issue is when it comes to desirability politics and sexuality um a lot of men will accept the tokenism of the coveted bbc the black sexual like stereotype that is really uh, one of those things that feels good quote-unquote when you don't think about it but it's really them calling you kind of like an animal it's really them saying that you know you you have some otherworldly sexual prowess because you're such a savage and shit and you know when it's something that is applauded when it's something that's coveted when it's fetishized a lot of black men they like that they'll take that they'll rather be known as whether they don't respect me or not they at least under, uh respect or look up to my sexual prowess I'll rather have that and of course for black women it's dangerous to be considered um you know these sexual animals quote unquote because you're talking about uh consent issues you're talking about um respect when it comes to relationships that people mm-hmm. don't get mm-hmm. and all that stuff so it's a crapshoot for a black woman dealing with any race
0: right like like
1: white like like it happens sometimes when you see it online where like i think to be rebellious certain black women will like pump up white men in a in a weird way to you know the to, to kind of show like hey look i'm not beholden to just black men or whatever i'm open right. to liking anybody and that's cool yes but at the same time white men are even more fucked up than us like they like they are fucked up too and it's just a matter of being open to anybody but it's not like yeah well you get you a white man they gonna treat you right it's like or they could be a racist piece of shit or you could be like one of these women that found out this motherfucker's a trump supporter five years into her marriage you know like it's a crapshoot for everybody i don't really get into the interracial dating discussion Mm -mm. because we're doing a lot of generalizing right we're doing a lot of um uh supposing and interjection and and all this stuff but the 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 facts don't lie the numbers don't lie that there is there are issues but still i want people to understand black men and black women still marry at a very high rate so it's not like this is like it's just we cherry pick the things that people decide to be upset about okay this movie star is dating a white woman now it's black men ain't shit because they all got white women this athlete has a white a white wife we're going to ignore all the all the black wives of every other professional athlete to concentrate on the ones that did not marry a black woman so it's a very racially charged racially motivated conversation that um ultimately you cannot have in my opinion on a micro level what we happen what happens is you take people's macro politics and smush them into people's individual love lives that's stupid in my opinion yes it is so even with like a race man like frederick Douglass, i'm sure it perplexed people and hurt people and there's actually more to the story of him and his wife his second wife and all this stuff but at the same time that individual relationship should not be a reflection on the racial politics of the the ma- the macro, the big level right. racial questions, like the race question as they used to call it. So I think that's what people fuck up. You you're worried about Kyrie Irving or Michael B. Jordan and that's really who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? It's really about the bigger question of like why is this ha- you can't put all of that the same way for for the record, because I've seen black men do this with like Kamala Harris, um, what was her name? Fuck, she used to have a show on MSNBC. She has a list. Why can't I remember her name? Melissa Harris Perry. Melissa Harris Perry. I watch people do it to her. And I just, I th- like, and what happens is, if you're in one group, then that's when you defend it, right? right. So if you're, if you're a black woman that spends out, a black woman that spends a lot of time mocking, you know, and looking for black men who marry white women to be like, these niggas ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. Even if they've never said a mean thing about a black woman mm-hmm. in their life. Right. They ain't shit. Okay. If that's a, if that's what you do, then you're not gonna keep that same energy normally for black women who marry white men. Mm-mm. Because that's your team black women so it's not really you know and i've seen and vice versa i've mm-hmm. seen black men who spend all day you know being upset and this one was a bad winch or can you even trust kamala harris you know cool you're not mad at uh that that dude that played luke cage Mm-mm. you know you're just like you're not carrying that same energy and a lot of what we have within our race, intra is a lot of animosity and distrust from the damage that black men have done to black women over time from people that have um escaped quote-unquote tried to escape race through is assimilating into whiteness through Ooh. marriage and relationships right. and that betrayal has stung that lack of respect has stung men who still carry very patriarchal views as black men while not even being able to provide the patriarchal covenant that white men place upon their families through whiteness essentially that kind of thing hurts to though like damn you're gonna treat me less than while also being less than you know um, knowing that the game is rigged to make you appear less than, and here I am believing in you. Here I am supporting you. Here I am home for you every night. And you somehow in your mind are going this is the least of a woman i can have as a black woman so yeah there's a lot of shit tied up in it
0: yeah and 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 the thing is it 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 runs deep in the at the root of the problem is white supremacy which is what nobody really wants to talk about because white supremacy makes people think all these things you know who gives a fuck if you're a black man and you date a white woman or a white man like like nobody
1: cares that's your love well also back in the day and I mean to this day but still back in the day right. it was there's always gonna be a bond between black men and white women in my opinion and uh, any woman that's not black because they're bridges we are bridges of at the same time privilege and um, oppression Mm-hmm and there's a lot of black men that find that commonality in being like we're one degree away from being able to run the world you know white women if i was a man things would be a lot easier i'd be a white man black men, if i was white i'd be a white man and things would be great and so there's this shared commonality in the seat of power being one step away that i feel like a lot of people a lot of these couples bond over and i don't mean individually they said i right. just think we, we're conditioned to see a lot of views the same way um and when you start adding extra practice uh proxies in to your um into your oppression such as okay i'm a i'm a black man but i'm gay like there's a chance there's a little bit more of a like separation or i'm black and i'm an immigrant and i'm or i'm black and i'm lesbian or i'm black you know i'm white and i'm a lesbian woman like there like there are certain things that you you may start getting more and more of a like wake up call possibly but yeah there's gonna always and then because of white supremacy there's always gonna be a coveting of whiteness so whether you're looking at that in your relationship as a means to money escape from racial issues you feel or whatever the protection and assimilation in the whiteness there is that and the thing i try not i try not to even think about or get involved in these kind of discussions on a micro level because unless i see a black person who is downing black people right as far as dating and stuff i'm typically cool same you know i've seen some people that really push it to the borderline and they may may not have issues of their own i try to stay out of that stuff Mm -hmm. but if they unless i catch you saying some shit like if i see a black man who's talking bad about black women and how white women is then that's when i go okay fuck you
0: right and and then a lot of times that brings up a lot of pain and anger in black women because like on the average i'm gonna keep it real black women don't give a fuck who y'all marry only time we care is when you take this other woman whatever race she is and bash us upside the head and tell us how we not shit because we're not x y and z that's when a lot of black women have a problem
1: i think that's when a lot of black women have a problem but if we're being fair i think there are black women that just have a problem when they see a black man with a white woman, and I'm, there are yeah, black agreed. there are black men who have a problem with white with black women when they see them with someone that's not a black man. It, and I don't know what percentage it is. It might be a very small vocal percentage on both sides, but like that is a thing. The thing that sucks about that is that a lot of those anti-black couples bond over that shit, and they find a handful of people that might have an attitude or something about it, and they use that to justify they're fucking uh white supremacy bullshit you know what i mean like uh, this woman rolled her eyes at us at red lobster so that's what see these black women it's like well okay now you got a black mom and aunt, like is everybody like this or is it just you're insecure so you're projecting that onto everybody right. in order to double down on your choice and the guilt that you feel i think a lot of these people feel racial guilt and unless you you like boo that's between you and your therapist like real talk you have to work that out and yes there are probably some people that say i mean we've all seen it we're on the internet we've all seen mm-hmm. like it don't even have to be nothing racist about it it could just be an athlete in the picture of them with their wife and, this, and then people start saying sideways shit right so we've all seen it i don't want the same way i don't want to deny that i've been around black men who are completely anti-black women and i've been like what the fuck is this like okay i guess we won't be kicking it no more but let me tell you why i found this to be fucked up and you can decide if you if you're gonna change or not but i'm just gonna tell you that like i don't think that way and please don't say that shit around me right i have also seen you know like comments where it's like damn that's that's a kind of a fucked up comment and that's not a black dude that downs black women or talk shit uh what's that comedian kamal bell w Kamau bell I've, I've seen people say shit to him and it's been like damn that like that's a good dude and he's take like he's catching hell just because of the nature of having a white wife no matter what he stands for no matter what his politics are so yeah i've seen it I, and there are some people but you just can't concentrate on those people in my opinion this because it's like letting people who are never gonna like you or never going to come around. It's like letting them run your life. Right. If you're in this one of these relationships. And you concentrate on a few people that say sideways shit to you. As a justification to be either anti-black. Or to be angry and shit. I feel like you're really letting them win.
0: Right and it's also one of those things. Where you spoke on something big. You have to be secure within yourself. And both parties have to be secure within themselves. Because just just, just the just the makeup of this country. If you enter into these relationships and you're not secure, a lot of times you end up uh, making things worse and your insecurities end up shining in different ways versus there are a lot of people that are in interracial relationships. They'll be like, look, I love my my mate's race, but God damn it, I love my race, too. And you better not talk bad about my race. My spouse better not talk bad. Their family better not talk bad because at the end of the day, I am who I am and I'm comfortable with who I am. And I think that a lot of people, they don't want to dig and, 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 and do do the therapy and 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 go through the things in their minds because america has fucked a lot of people up across the board and so even when love yes you found love but you still have to deprogram yourself from a lot of things that have been poured upon you and 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 it goes deeper than race it goes to patriarchy and all this other shit because a lot of men have been taught that certain groups of women are certain things patriarchy teaches you that you know when at the end of the day a woman is a woman is a woman just like a man is a man is a man i'm just talking about straight relationships
1: yeah well you know what i think you're a good woman and thank
0: you i think you're a good man
1: you know christmas season officially started yes um now that it's uh the first past the first of november um because <laughs> we go from <laughs>
0: halloween to christmas
1: right we there is no longer a thanksgiving, thanksgiving. Mm -mm. thanksgiving
0: don't count because on thanksgiving day is a big sale when i'm like y'all niggas know y'all can go online and get this shit cheaper amazon got sales but niggas be like nah we gonna go and we got to go to the mall where you ruining thanksgiving dinner because you're here for three minutes and then you fucking
1: shopping so i know it's a little early but i did i did want to get you something karen (laughs)
0: okay what's happening here Ah.
2: I a lot of Yes! Just yay!
0: I
3: Yes, you dog.
2: You Make my wish I feel love!
1: i got me some popeyes yeah i didn't ha- i didn't cook lunch today um because uh instead i went to uh popeyes and uh got you a, a spicy chicken sandwich what? Eat
0: it right
1: now i know you never got a chance to uh try it mm-hmm. now i microwaved it for about 30 seconds and then i put it back in this heat seal container so it should still be warm mm-hmm. okay because i only got it like an hour or so ago but uh uh i had i hit the microwave so it'd still be hot you know mm-hmm. um you know so you could uh you could enjoy it uh wait so what do you think that's good yeah yeah i i enjoyed it uh i think uh i think it's a it's not worth an hour in line but it is a good sandwich for four dollars mm-hmm Oh, good now I do now you notice what's on there is only the bread the chicken pickles and the sauce I just wanted to get Mm -hmm. it the way it came some people get it with no pickles but I I like it with the pickles Mm. it's moist it's good what do you think about the sauce
0: I like the sauce
1: okay the sauce actually set
0: it off it's not dry Mm mm-hmm
1: yeah, I was. I think it could use a tomato.
0: A tomato, I'm a big
1: tomato person, but yeah, I, lettuce.
0: Maybe maybe that's just me. Maybe
1: a, little, a slice of lettuce could be mm-hmm. good. Um, but nah, I love it. I love the sandwich. It's uh.
0: Yeah, cause we tried to go Sunday and bitch.
1: So I have some some news for the audience out there. It helped me, and maybe it'll help you guys. This is how I got my sandwich. You have to download the Popeyes app okay Mm. download the popeyes app and they have in some cities they'll let they'll even deliver to you but in this case you you go you can go pick up the food right Mm. so you order you can order your food from the app you can go to the popeyes location there's a and then when you you don't get charged until you show up you show up at the location it checks your location through the phone and you say i'm here once you hit that button it charges your card or whatever okay you sit in the lobby or by the waiting section the waiting section in this Popeye's is by where the drink machine is okay and they call your name and they go hey Rod we got an order for Roger and then they hand your chicken I walked in there the line was around the block for the um for the cars the line in the lobby was probably about 25 30 people deep and I got in and out of there in about five minutes i know niggas was cutting
0: eyes at you <laughs> they i like, mean, the fuck is this i
1: didn't get stabbed or nothing but <laughs>
0: i'm surprised you didn't
1: they just was like i got an online order for rod i was like that's me and they was like all right and they handed me my two sandwiches because you know i had to get me one <laughs> you, know <what> I'm <laughs> you know i had to get me one all right uh and walked out
0: i i just hate the fact of people just like i just want a fucking two-piece like mm. they said the sumbo Jenkins actually separate like the regular chick um, uh, Popeyes actually separate the regular chicken line from the chicken sandwich line mm. and some don't.
1: Yeah, it was great. I'm glad man. you made it out it was on the line. It, it never got dangerous to me. Uh nobody really even shot me a rude. Look, they look confused like how this brother do that cuz <laughs> I came in i I was reading a book and then I, <laughs> read yeah. the book like texting looking on twitter and shit and then about five ten minutes passed by and I was like Roderick, i was like yep that's me and I was like all right here you go and then i was like y'all have a good one and everybody was looking like what the fuck <laughs> what kind of voodoo magic is this i'm waiting Mm-hmm. but uh it was good thank you i'm glad i was i was i wanted to surprise you with it you did yeah we went sunday
0: I think some people camped out overnight, cause uh, that when we rolled up there, that line was wrapped around that bitch like a snake. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" I
1: like to shout out my man Kendall. He don't even listen to this, but I play ball with him, good kid, and he was the one that told me about it. He was like, "Yeah, man, I used the app. I got in and out of there in five minutes." I was like, "Nigga, what? what?" I went by that place. That line is still going, and he was like, "Nah, man, use the app. Park, walk in, wait in the waiting area. Let them know you're there." and uh they'll call your name and bring you your sandwiches and i said well nigga you not fucked up because i'm about to do that and i come on! i left the ymca went straight up there and did it we
0: might do that for regular ass chicken
1: yeah so good luck you know shout out to this why you can't be shitting on these millennials and all this stuff come man. on like they these, helpful these kids be knowing okay okay these kids out here yes they might listen to uh young thug but they be knowing stuff that your old ass don't know a cash doll with the k yeah stop at look- the three guys on stop looking down on people um and of course we have uh some like in the chat room we got uh the one uh the, the chicken truther oh shit yeah yeah we got uh laquita who's decided that the sound is just okay Mm-mm-mm. well you know what i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna shame you lakita i'm not gonna shame you i mean the lines don't lie you know we got all this stuff i'm not even gonna shame you you know what i'm saying if you want to spread lies about this like the harry tubman movie do what you gotta do okay it's okay don't let nobody tell you what to think just you know what i'm saying be an individual and be I, res- I respect you standing out okay she said the chicken sandwich saves Harriet Tubman from a slave catcher at the end. So, hey, look, y'all go see the movie for yourself and y'all can see who's telling the real truth. All right. I'm just saying. All right. Let's get, <laughs> t-
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's get to these articles. We have fun guys. Um, a 911 supervisor playing Netflix movie didn't flag call as a shooting. A Coral Springs police dispatch supervisor was at work playing a Netflix movie when she didn't catch an incorrectly logged 911 call. A woman phoned 911 to report someone had just shot at her car, piercing her back window, hitting her front windshield, and almost shooting her in the head, but there was a half hour delay in the call being dispatched to an officer. The woman who phoned 911 said during the shooting, a hot metal piece landed in her lap, which later turned out to be a bullet. The 911 dispatcher assured the woman that help was on the way, but the woman, Guadalupe Herrera, called back at 16 minutes later, very upset and concerned that they may shoot again. Herrera called 911 again four minutes later, saying she was going to drive herself to the police station. Herrera recalled Monday how she was devastated that she called for help and nobody came. It was a very hard situation, she told the South Florida Sun Sentinel. It was a drive-by shooting. My windshield was shattered. Nobody showed up. I had to drive myself to the agency. Her sister called to complain. Nobody ever came out to help. Investigators later realized a call had been logged by dispatchers as a suspicious incident when it could have gotten a priority shooting. About 34 minutes went by when Herrera first called 911 and when it was dispatched to officers. But investigators wanted to know how the error happened and why the boss of the two call takers had missed it. They pulled the data from the computer over 30 days to find the most used applications were Netflix, Hulu, Xfinity TV. They found that the movie "I Am Mother" with actress Hillary Swank, a good movie, I reviewed it on our full movie reviews, played at her work station for almost two hours while the 911 caller was reporting the shooting.
0: What? Do you not know when you click "I accept" and all that shit? They like, hey, you know, if you use our network, we monitor everything you do. That—that's what you say. <laughs> do people not know what the hell they signing? <laughs>
1: On June night the day of the shooting, her computer also showed the use of numerous site psych- clicks for websites related to shopping, news stories, streaming TV, movies, vacation planning, and fewer that could be considered work related. According to an internal affairs, <laughs> damn! She getting ready to get everybody busted. They getting ready to go through and sweep and be like, stay the fuck off
0: these sites!
1: On the work computer too, and you do 911.
0: And, and th- I know people do that at jobs, but most people's jobs ain't like 911 fire department hey i might die jobs
1: right i mean listen my group home about to expire and i'm i mean i understand an emergency man but um uh, you just gonna have to wait a second okay <laughs> it'll be all right i know he's got an axe through the door handle uh through the door and uh, he just put his head through said here's johnny but um just give it a second uh yeah they told her the car was handled so badly he would describe it as catastrophic failure um nah, nah. the evidence conclusively shows that Vidard spends an inordinate amount of time conducting personal business on a police work computer, including movies and streaming TV. Uh she couldn't she be reached be for comment. She do it on
0: the phone. Huh? She wouldn't even smile to do it on the phone.
1: Yeah, she was she was terminated. Of course. And she could not be reached for comment. And she's not represented by the police union, so nobody's gonna be having her back on this one. Uh she's this, this wait wait which one was the second person who handled the call a dispatcher was disciplined in sec- oh so the first one wasn't terminated the second one was Vidal, who's discipline is pending is expected to receive a two-day suspension without pay that's it wow i guess she didn't die so whoops the investigation's findings were inconclusive of what Vidal was doing at the specific time of the incident however based on the investigation she will be facing discipline for failure to supervise oh so that's the supervisor who wasn't on the call but she's gonna get in trouble for not having picked up this error she promised she no longer will have netflix playing at work she but that's going to be the case uh from now on for all dispatches the agency policy mm-hmm. was changed yeah to they blocking all that shit streaming of media services during the shifts i wonder if this mean now you can't listen to music I, yeah when they you know how they do when
0: they get the shit they be like nope no spotify no no nothing you want to sit here and be fucking
1: bored to death now damn so then when like, Bojack Horseman new season drop, you gotta be like, damn, I can't even watch it at work. Oh. Mm. Uh, the suspect in the shooting was charged with premeditated attempted murder. So they did catch him. Uh, wow. So. Yeah, man. I mean, look, man. When that second season of, uh. <laughs> uh Jack Roder, Jack Ryan. Jack, Jack Ryan drops. It's, I it's got hard to be there. It's hard, man. You know, I. I definitely understand the conflict, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's right, you know, but I'm just saying I get it all right um all right, um in other news, our homie Anthony Mackey mhm uh secretly, okay, without telling anybody, mhm secretly got divorced last year uh, earlier this year
0: oh shit oh
1: wait last year yeah last year
0: the falcon got divorced
1: he secretly got divorced now i don't know what his wife could have got tired of to make her have to break up with a good man like that make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich i don't know if she she got I tired of making sandwiches you didn't
0: make him enough she didn't make him at all apparently <laughs>
1: he was like make your own goddamn sandwich i always do feel like those type of alpha male niggas be projecting like a motherfucker you know what i mean i'm like you know when i tell the little lady i say listen okay daddy's home okay you about to get over here and watch my draws suck my dick and make daddy a sandwich i'm always like what that woman can't be happy like whatever (laughs) like there's only so cute that this act can be before it's really like this nigga's a problem you know what i mean like like that that's like some when you first meet it's adorable that he has these antiquated views till you realize oh he really got these antiquated views oh yeah this
0: this, this ain't no ha ha no oh you really feel like this oh no 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 no
1: yeah anthony mackie definitely learned a thing or two about keeping secrets while filming avengers series because the actor kept his divorce from his wife shalita chapital quieter than a marvel plot twist ha. <laughs> they were he wed his childhood sweetheart in at 2014 at a low-key ceremony he kept it even quieter when the marriage came to a halt uh he filed for divorce in late 2017 and finalized things last year so it's close to the former couple say the split was amicable the pair have four kids together have reportedly opted to share joint custody uh so there you guys go
3: mm-hmm.
0: you gonna be needing all the falcon sequels now
1: yeah, I don't Little know what to eats. Yeah, and know. spousal support. And plus, of course, you know, you're gonna have to hire some, uh, a chef at home. Come on. To make daddy a sandwich. So you make daddy a sandwich. Daddy want a sandwich. I'm gonna make daddy a sandwich.
0: That's the only person you could talk to like that, cause motherfucker,
1: you're paying them. Yeah, you're gonna have to make daddy a sandwich. Uh, Kanye West, Jesus is King debuts at number one on Billboard 100. Of course, mm-hmm. I've never heard. I, I haven't heard anything. On I it. haven't either. But of course, <laughs> I mean, right? Didn't the last one too, Did too? Right? The no, uh, not no, the one everybody said was whack. The Jesus part, too. What was what, it? The one he did out in the middle of, of, of yeah. Coyote Country? Yeah, all his shit popped at number one. He Kanye. Like and y'all still buying them shoes too? Stop! Stop lying, black people and i know black people are listening to this because i saw them talking about it like even if you talked about how whack it was you did listen you know like this denial of like like we shocked every oh how he get number one again i don't know half of you hate the motherfucker and won't stop listening and following every little movie makes and hopping on his twitter and looking at every video of the motherfucker doing a concert and every trump ran and like I don't follow him everything he does motherfuckers i hate following a lot of his moves as black people and then there's some people out there that literally genuinely do follow him because of that shit um so yeah it makes sense to me that this shit would be number one mm-hmm. I, I was shocked y'all was shocked you know what i
2: mean
1: <laughs> like people just like yeah you know what i'm saying I I, I I listen to this shit this nigga whack like, yeah, well, that's the yeah. the thing is the title stream the spotify stream the apple music stream it doesn't say whack or not whack it says you listened or you didn't listen it don't say i fuck with him or i don't fuck with him it was like oh a click and i'm not mad at anybody that listened to it because literally i like it's just i I think that kind of faux cop boycott shit is stupid and you know it's stupid because when the fucking shit drops it goes to number one because motherfuckers really do go check it out it is it's the truth Mm -hmm, yeah and to be honest i would have listened except it's gospel music nigga you lost me i don't listen to gospel music recreationally so like he was it was a no it was a no-go for me he could, he, i would have rather him said i'm putting out part two to the shit i did last year that was whack and i would be like eh, i'll just i'll check that out then
2: so he was like i'm gonna
1: be trying to i'm not i'm definitely not listening to Kanye talk about jesus
0: that,
1: like maybe if i go listen to jesus walks but i'm not listening to that nigga do it no Mm-mm. slipping in that trump shit and i know he got some trump shit in there do Probably some do. of them songs <laughs> so i'm surprised one of the tracks ain't make america again you got people singing stomp and then throw in some make america great again in there. uh patty labelle says she's making a movie about stars who have dissed her <laughs> the shade Patty LaBelle. Come on! Patty LaBelle has been a trailblazer in the music industry for over 55 years, so it's natural the singer will have stories for days. Some good, some not so bright. According to a new interview with The Breakfast Club, she plans on sharing the not so bright aspects with the movie about her haters. She made an announcement when she spoke with the radio show about how she's been given a cold shoulder by a select few stars. When they tried to figure out one singer, she said, you'll see soon I'm making a movie of the people who diss me. At first the co didn't believe her but she assured i promise you it's called patty's sad days when asked if she would give specific names of folks who dissed her she said yeah uh she also said one of the biggest girls in the music right now rejected her two years ago i said hi walking in the hallway we were doing a BET special that heifer looked at me and walked away not that heifer uh, they guessed everyone from beyonce rihanna to lizzo but she denounced all these guesses saying all these ladies were her babies. Uh, so, I guess it was promoting this movie. She's 75. She said, I'm 75, honey. I've been dissed all my life. So I gotta let everybody know who dismissed Patty Patty. LaBelle then reiterated that she can't identify these naysayers now, but it'll all be in the movie. Alright, well, I guess, I, I wonder, i i what channel is this movie coming to? Like, is Netflix right to this? Yeah, BT. Is this You know what I mean? Is this a BET plus? streaming thing because i mean they might get me to watch the petty labelle movie come on you know what i mean <laughs> just, just, just be like like is it a documentary is it dramatis- Is it dramatizations you know because i think i would watch a dramatization more than a documentary like they they hire lookalikes and and they like it's like oh this the time that that bitch uh <laughs> this is the time of that, that bitch kelly price Thought she was too good to get on stage with me, you know. I want to see like each story have its own actors and script, and like I wanted to be like for your for my man or the other TV one. Come on, uh, doc uh, documentaries. Um, Seth Meyers' Netflix stand-up special will come with a skip button for Trump jokes. Uh, This is the whitest shit I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I'm sure for this, a white people news. What? Oh, white people. Don't, don't ever change. Um, for, well, the thing is, Seth mine has a lot of jokes about Trump. And so, I think, I mean, it would be like a real good joke if the skip button took you to the credits. Cause he had, cause he does a lot of Trump material. I hope that's part of the joke. Yeah. But according to him, he's like, uh, it dawned on me that because it was on Netflix, there would be this opportunity to put in technology that would allow people to skip it. It was a way to build in build in the response to anyone who's gonna say, Oh, let me guess, there's gonna be jokes about the president. Um, but he says instead he's gonna be talking about is in addition to Trump jokes, family fatherhood and why you should never take your girlfriend to Paris for a birthday. So And the name of it's gonna be called Lobby Baby. So Yeah. I'm, i
0: won't be
1: watching i think seven is a pretty funny dude but i just think that's a weird selling point right it's like white people really can't stop fucking with these trump people fuck them if they can't take a joke about trump then they can get the fuck out because trump is doing a lot of horrible shit they don't want to draw that line you know like fuck it then oh i'm a one-note comedian because i make jokes about trump trust me man you're on the right side of history your jokes will your people be looking back at it and be like wow what a brave dude or what a good person that that you were like constantly on his ass and you never backed off you know so i don't know That seems kind of whack yeah too. it seems dumb yeah so it just seems like a, it just seems can't think of a better way to put it, it just seems very white right who gives a fuck just yeah. put your
0: special out there they either gonna listen or they're not they're gonna be mad or they're not even with the
1: skip button motherfuckers still gonna be mad yeah uh, opinion. The fifteen dollar minimum wage is supposed to hurt New York City restaurants, but both revenue and employment are up. Yeah, don't fucking say. Yeah, don't fucking say. You you get rid
0: of people throwing coins at niggas because they think they somebody just because they walked in here and this person is quote unquote subservient to them. All of a sudden, if you pay them, they will actually give a fuck about their job and actually give better customer service. You don't say.
1: And I always find the argument against raising minimum wage to be asinine because right. the issue that a lot of these people skip over is that there's no amount of profit that is wrong for a company no amount and there's and that's, that's not ethical and that's not uh, sustainable um, so they look at it as paying labor as little as possible which gives you lower quality labor let's huh. be for real yes it does somehow that's fine like because and i think it's because our society was built on slavery so come on it's like pay them as close to nothing as possible keep all the money for yourself and you would like if it was an industry where it's like well this industry doesn't make money this company doesn't make money so like you're lucky to even get money as a minimum wage employee because the company doesn't make any money you'd almost have an argument right if that was the case if it was like look we about to go out of business if everybody started making fifteen dollars an hour we ain't gonna be able to make it but no matter how profitable a company or industry is people make the same argument well if we pay these employees then how they gonna make money i mean a burger's gonna cost you 75 dollars you gonna eat a 75 five dollar burger let me tell you something idiot the ceo of mcdonald's makes Two thousand times whatever the fucking other people make. Right. Take it out of his money. Right. There used to be a time where like your CEO made like 27 times what the lowest employee at the company makes. Now it's like 278 times. It's like, that's where the money went when we give these golden parachute motherfuckers all this money and they get to basically profit for themselves no matter how well or bad the company does they get to be rich for the rest of their lives and we look at that as just part of the cost of doing business but let some employees unionize walk out or just simply demand more money or a state or 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 um city municipality propose to raise minimum wage people lose their shit the people who lose their shit aren't even CEOs. Right. They're right. not rich. No. They're just a regular motherfucker who just don't want to see somebody else doing well because they're scared they're going to pass them.
0: Right. And it's also, truth be told, people like to look down on people. And, uh, it makes me think about a lot of the Bojangle shit where people videotaping it like. Popeyes. I mean, I keep saying Bojangles. Popeyes, Popeyes. Where people videotaping them, kind them, they're at fucking work how would you like it if you were at your job and people just randomly come and take pictures of you and post it online and joke and laugh at you yeah another
1: live it another i realized i was doing better in life and i'm not just talking about money i'm talking about better in life mentally emotionally when i wasn't upset about somebody fucking up my fast food order and a lot i've worked in fast food mm-hmm. and i never would obviously show my ass i'm i never would disrespect anybody like that but there was a time when it's like damn mcdonald's forgot my fucking taco supreme got i mean taco bell forgot my taco supreme i gotta fucking turn around Goddamn, damn it's like this shit every time i come here you know and i'll show them just be like hey you know you forgot my thing blah 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 but then there was a time when i'm like people make mistakes yes they do and when you pay somebody fucking you know not that much money a lot of times that's when the mistakes gonna happen because i ain't getting paid shit you also aren't able to like go out and get the most competent workers you're probably not educating workers you're probably not right you're probably not quality training quality you they know they don't
0: have insurance they don't have health care yeah
1: like like this shit adds up so i think for me personally that was a big thing for me was being like you know what i i have like it's okay like they like they have a hard job. The hardest I've ever worked was in fast food. Right. I've had a lot of other jobs. Even this job I do now where I'm never really quote unquote off. Right? If somebody email, emails me then I gotta go to work, you know, or gotta fix whatever. Even with this job, um, it's not harder than when I'm Donald's and Wendy's and, and shit like that. Right.
0: And my and, and I personally this is how I feel you can tell a lot about a person, the way they talk about people in any form of a service industry. You can tell a lot about them. Like, oh, motherfucker, you've never had this job. You've never been on your feet for 12 and 15 hours extended. You've never been sweating, smelling like fucking food all goddamn day long. You've never had to deal with that. you never had to deal with bad customers, bad managers, bad supervisors. you never had to deal with you coming out there, motherfuckers just yelling at you from all perspectives. And then it's hot. And, and, And then you're dealing a lot of times in bad working conditions. You've never had to fucking deal with that
1: when you're and when you're the other thing is when you work that job you have a different appreciation yes you do and you know i just think that's interesting but here's the thing people make more money and everybody's like you're gonna get layoffs it's gonna close this they going to close mcdonald's because they paying you more well the minimum wage was raised to 15 dollars an hour um nearly a year ago this is in new york city and apparently the industry is thrived. here's another thing fifteen dollars isn't even that much. No it's not. To make a, a living in New York City it needs to be about twenty two. That's just the truth. Um if if you're thinking but I work so and so and I don't make twenty two an hour that's the fucking problem isn't it then
0: you need to be paid more too
1: you should probably be paid more for what you do as well
0: correct and, and people that's don't. what
1: people that's the logic everybody skips over is well if a motherfucker make more at Wendy's than I'm making then go do that job then go apply for Wendy's Are you- let me tell you what your black ass ain't gonna do go out there and apply to Wendy's when you've been sitting in an air conditioned office in a cubicle with a computer Come on. and a, a hard day for you is I can't get off at 5 you're not taking your ass down to Wendy's or Popeye's for even for twenty two dollars an hour, if that's if you're not making that, you're not even going there for that. Mm-mm.
0: A hard day is the IT
1: guy didn't come long enough. My printer fucked up. Yeah, you don't want to switch. You don't want to smell like fries and your back hurt and your feet hurt and shit. Right. Like get the fuck out of here, people. That's work. That's and it's good work. It's something that many Amer almost all Americans, use at some point. Fast food, these menial labor jobs, quote unquote. All this stuff is stuff that we all take for granted, stuff that we use. Whether it's a janitorial service or whether it's, um, you know, whatever other minita- uh, minimum wage jobs you think of when you think of minimum wage. Um. Yeah,
0: and, and I don't know why. It, and, and also, the stuff that kills me, people are stupid. Somebody brought it up in the chat, people are stupid when they go, well, fast food is for teenagers. Motherfuckers, is a teenager working at 2 a.m.? A lot of these places are 24 fucking right, hours. Right. Is a teenager
1: in there at 5? Is a teenager in there at 12 and, o'clock? And let's be frank the way these jobs are advertised they also advertise them as careers right so you talk about it's for teenagers it's not supposed to only be for teenagers Mm -hmm. when they you know that was the whole calvin and the mcdonald's thing that ad was come work at mcdonald's work your way up one day you'll be owning your own stores because you can become an expert in mcdonald's and be have a respectable business and a respectable life why don't we acknowledge that that's not true like once we say that that's not true and we acknowledge that then we're acknowledging that the jobs and the pay is below the the worth and the promise that was supposed to be expected
0: right and not only that i'm gonna tell you right now a lot of people that got teenage children a lot of them niggas is like i want to work at the mall, i don't want to work at fast food a lot of them will right. flat tell you and it's a reason why they tell you that
1: even if you work at the mall you still got to deal with that shit right uh anyway profit uh so it was supposed to just you know destroy the the businesses right um uh the person who wrote this article is i'm a professor with a focus on labor and employment law my research on minimum wage suggests a few reasons why this um why this might be true that uh, the industry has thrived. he says when worker pay goes up employers can respond in a number of different ways they can cut hours lay off workers accept smaller profits to raise prices With profits so low in the restaurant industry averaging 3 to 5 percent, employers may not have the option to accept less profits without going in the red. In many industries, increased labor costs may prompt businesses to lay off American workers and move operations overseas, but that is viable for the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. That leaves restaurant owners of two options. First is to decrease the number of hours each employee, which might explain why income gains from a higher minimum wage aren't as large as one would predict still massive layoffs in the restaurant industry are unlikely because owners need a certain number of staff to operate a full service kitchen Agreed. the other option is to increase prices which many restaurants in New York City have done prices go up some in the restaurant industry have argued that raising menu prices will lead to fewer people dining out and consequently more restaurant closures but this hasn't happened in fact both restaurant revenue and employment are up the reason for this is that restaurants don't have to raise prices very much for a minimum wage increase no they don't in one study for example an 80 cent minimum wage increase equated to 3.2% increase in food prices in restaurants in New Jersey this is the amount of the New Jersey minimum wage increase in 1992 even a one-time increase of 10 to 15 percent is unlikely to dissuade large customer large numbers of customers, from dining out. That would amount to an extra dollar twenty on a twelve-dollar burger. The focus on the single restaurants also ignores the larger economic impact of raising the minimum wage. According to an analysis uh, by the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, if lower-wage workers have money in their pockets, they will have more money to spend, potentially expanding the number of consumers who can even afford to eat out. Right. another thing I will add before this is it from the article um, also I don't think people are taking into account that if you um, raise the price of the food uh, raising the price of the food to offset minimum wage cool what they don't talk about is the minimum the cost of the food is going up anyway because of the cost of living so it's not like a burger from mcdonald's stayed the same price my whole life Mm -mm. it's actually going up whether or not they fucking pay the people or not correct so if it's gonna keep going up i hope one of these price increases makes living a little bit easier for the people inside because the cost keeps going up no matter what in fact some people including those from the economic policy institute have posited that a minimum wage increase will actually lead to an increase in employment because of the effects of giving low-wage workers a raise other advantages to restaurants may include lower turnover rates and better job performance
2: agreed
1: yep um so it's just it was just interesting uh to read that you know this is supposed to destroy the restaurant industry in new york and now it's thriving
0: yes yeah, it's amazing when you when, when people say this shit you go you don't know anything about economics because the thing is if people make more money guess what they can put back into the economy and they can go buy things and they can go to the movies that it actually benefits everything as a whole
1: yeah today was voting day um mm-hmm. uh we tried to vote early but mix up whatever um well mm-hmm. you know voting day for me is like a holiday i'm, I'm always excited to do it i yes. uh, every time i vote i try to do it first thing in the morning um Last time during the primary, we voted a couple months ago and, uh, me and Karen were like the first two people there. I was very happy about that, very excited. Mm-hmm. This time, uh, Karen <laughs> took a little longer showering. So we were probably like 21 and 22, I believe was the numbers. Aww. Um, so we were, we were a few back. It's okay.
0: We, we were a few back.
1: It's okay. Um, nah, we, we got this there, morning. but I woke up like before Karen, I was like, let's go. Like I was ready to go, y'all. And, uh, we go vote and, one of the things on the ballot for charlotte is basically the last time that we can raise sales taxes uh sales tax and the reason they want to raise them is for the arts now there's been a controversy over it because one is the last time you can raise the sales tax um and then two because there's different things people want to use the tax for, but they want to use it for arts and education. And people are like, what about housing? What about other, other causes and stuff? We won't be able to get the money from other places at, I mean, from sales tax revenue after this. And so a lot of people like vote against it, but the logic of voting against it is essentially don't do anything. Right. Like, maybe we can earmark this money another time and we can raise taxes for a different reason in a year or two, but it's essentially don't do anything. And when stuff like this is on the ballot for me personally, I always vote yes me too now it's up to us as a voting constituency to hold our politicians feet to the fire and the city council and the school council and be like hey you said the money was gonna do this where the fuck is the money going i want to see increases in school i want to see stuff i want to see increase in arts programs i want to i want my niece to be able to have an orchestra at her school right. you know i want that to continue so uh i i voted yes you know and i hope it passed i haven't checked yet but i hope it passed just because look man this like they're taking the money anyway yes they are it wouldn't be this time then another time they're gonna raise sales tax and who knows who's gonna be in charge of the government at that time and who knows for what fucking reason you know like oh this one is for uh rezoning uh we're gonna rezone everybody out the black people out of the neighborhood like cool we we're doing it to promote arts we're doing it to promote education uh give teachers raises I think all these things are things I support. I'm sorry that this will be the last time we can raise taxes for sales tax, but man, they'll figure some shit out. You know, I'll I'm, I'm, I'm be approving all them bonds for new streets Me and all,
0: too. all that shit. The, my, the tax is going to go up anyway.
1: Do what you're going to do. Right. So I, I don't have kids. So, you know, let's fucking do this. You know what I mean? So all right. Um, oh uh yeah while we was at the poll uh, at the thing the the poll lady was like do you
0: want to uh um uh, volunteer as a poll worker and i told her no and i felt bad but i was like i, I don't i don't have the time i mean wheel. you get
1: paid to do it i think not that much money mm-hmm. but and you can also take time off of work to do it if you really wanted to do it um i just don't like people
3: so
1: (laughs) i knew what it was like i was like i'll see you next time but i'm gonna be real with you if i had to deal with the general public i don't want to do it anymore uh i put my i put my time in but uh i thought about it too for a second and i was like what am i talking i mean like it's lovely talking to y'all ladies who work the pole and shit but i know
0: know. because be just some all the old ladies there was a dude this time in there
1: yeah i'm like it's nice and everything but you know i'm gonna I'm keep it real you know so
0: that's why you see nothing but old people in there a lot of times it's rare that you see anybody young i know for, where for weird
1: yeah the other thing too is they had this weird thing where you had to sign like you had to write down your address and stuff in ink or paper or pen and paper or whatever instead of them having it all printed out for you already mm-hmm. and so it was the woman was like what's your address and i told her my address and she was like what is it i was like it like she made me think i was wrong i was like <laughs> i don't uh seven one uh, she was like no nah, is it uh this and i was like man it's ain't right down the paper that's that's a three She was like oh that's the three i'm like y'all made me use my handwriting i
0: didn't want to do that shit yeah I, i'd rather y'all do like y'all did before and, yeah and you have the little sticker with the shit already on there.
1: yeah what happened to y'all just having the sticker and y'all look up my last name match it to my license and let me vote right like this this new shit man like ever since the voter id stuff passed uh. it's like the new shit is, I don't fuck with the new shit. I can't, I don't even remember if I had to show him my license or not. You didn't have to. So it felt like they had passed. I think, cause I think that vote out D-Law thing did pass, but I don't remember them checking mine, so. I don't
0: think
1: they give a damn. Maybe, or you know, maybe it got extended in court. It did. I i, okay, I didn't think it got passed. No, they,
0: they, well, still, they definitely
1: didn't make us pull one they, out. They fighting that shit. Good. Shout out to the ACLU. Um, all right let's get into uh some other stuff guys um a a woman (laughs) pockets thirty thousand dollars of donations for her wedding and then cancels the wedding and asks for more money what Mm.
0: this is the white woman
1: i don't know her race is, uh, someone snitched on her on Reddit. That's the new place to go snitch. When you're involved in one of these things, you, you take a screenshot, mark out the names, put it on Reddit. So, uh, Pam is her name. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
1: she wrote a long Facebook post about it. Hi invitees to the uh, wedding. After much reflection and tear filled conversation with our closest family members, we have decided to cancel our upcoming winter wedding we will further notify this group when we are in a better place to reschedule we thank each and every one of you for your generous early donations to our money fund can you believe we raised over $30,000? question mark question mark question mark unbelievable two exclamation points don't worry the money you've donated will not be spent in vain but rather used towards a honeymoon in the coming months After we regain financial stability and hold calm in our hearts after a honeymoon we will announce a new wedding day and reopen our money fund for any further gifts. Weddings are expensive We are blessed to have generous family members who gave us these large donations. It will help offset honeymoon costs and to scale an even better future wedding. We really couldn't have made it this far without you Please stay tuned. In the meantime, I'll be updating our gift fund registry on Amazon if anyone would like to gift us something to take on a honeymoon. And if you have any ideas on where we can go, please private message me or Edward. As mentioned, we will keep you updated when we are reopening our money fund and have a new wedding date in the works. Don't be too sad. The new wedding is going to be a hit. Love you, Pam.
0: Well, Pam, you you and your hubby or whoever he is to you, y'all gonna have people showing up at y'all front door. Thirty thousand dollars, motherfucker! Thirty thousand dollars, bitch!
1: Thirty thousand dollars, and I
0: ain't get no goddamn wedding.
1: Ain't no wedding. I mean, but it's gonna be a wedding. It's just rescheduled, and then you can redonate to start the re- the new wedding.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm. Bitch, kiss my ass! I'm well, I'm not going.
1: Uh People were responding. A family member of the groom is this a fucking joke after raking in 30k you decide to be greedy and use it all for yourselves the bride's friend pam what did i tell you about day drinking in all seriousness is the wedding really canceled i've already gotten the time off for december 1st which is less than a month away another friend all right step the fuck back what the bride Oh, please calm down. You make me feel very attacked and hanged up on. You choose, I guess you meant ganged up on? You choose, you chose to donate to me. If I want to use the money, who cares how? I told you the wedding is getting rescheduled, not canceled. So, there you guys go. That's all I got so far. Mm, that's, that's not going in well. Yeah, we're going to be reading about them on Guest the because somebody got to kill somebody. What? somebody gotta die
0: right and but like this and people don't have a problem with you getting 30 i thought they have a problem with you counseling and people have made plans you know people prepare for that shit uh, in a way way in advance and they're like bitch what
1: maybe it's just me but i think i maybe i've just been watching too much uh read or listening to too much con artists the podcast because i'm like this sounds like a con right they made done i already got married for all people know I, I think maybe it's just like two friends that just decided to raise some money and then they're like, uh, <laughs> like like you no know, we should do fake get married and just start a go me and just take the money and do whatever the fuck we want to do and we just keep putting it off all right uh oh, yeah
0: yeah that, that that's
1: keep your eye on that story yeah somebody gotta die i mean i feel like you know hmm. Uh, Alright, let's do some fucking with black people We're just fucking with those black people We're just fucking with those blacks We're just fucking with Fucking with black people That's right guys, it's time to play the game that we all hate to play It's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with and we're side point scores from 0 to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us buffalo wild wings Ooh. (laughs) you know i am an influencer for buffalo wild wings so come on this this might have a lot of impact Mm -hmm, now be time for them pumpkin wings come back on our relationship let's see how this works Buffalo Wild Wings employees have been fired for telling a black family to move to please some quote unquote regulars. Well, you know what? Sounds like they're still on the list of people that can give me money. The company has been in contact with the family and apologized for the employees behavior. Buffalo Wild Wings fired two employees after a family of mostly black people was told to move tables because a white couple didn't want to sit next to them mary val went to buffalo wild wings in naperville illinois outside chicago on october 26th with a party of 18 which she described as a group of minorities mostly consisting of african-americans in a now viral facebook post as the host was setting up their table val says they were told a regular customer at a table of two said he didn't want to be seated next to them because of their race val and her party sat there anyway we don't give him the satisfaction and told the host sit where they set us up we'll sit where they set us up um it was not okay that that person of management was willing to move 6 adults and 12 children versus 2 grown adults who are co- uncomfortable sitting by black folks after manager made excuses for why they had to switch tables Val and her par- party eventually left and went to Hooters instead appalled by the way they were treated at the wings chain oh I feel bad for them 12 kids had to go, go to Hooters now <laughs> you guys want to see some flat butts and some, some very tight bras push up bras Uh, at 2019, this type of behavior should not be accepted. If you don't want to sit next to certain people in a public restaurant, when you should probably eat dinner, uh, then you should probably eat dinner to cover your own home. First of all, who the fuck goes to a place that sells chicken and doesn't want to see black people? You sell chicken. They don't make that. Whatever that is. There's no place where chicken is served that niggas don't go. Come on, get the fuck out of here. No matter where it is. We love, yeah.
0: Any ethnic group. A race or a restaurant chain that sells chicken right show
1: up if you go to a chinese restaurant it's always something on the mm-hmm. if it's in a black neighborhood it's something on the menu to say faux chicken wings and fried rice come on that's an absolute menu item because niggas love chicken what are you talking about we gonna oh, be the there time menu we, we yeah. yeah we gonna be there if it's some chicken there the fuck out of here i didn't think negroes would be here around this chicken wings <laughs> what <laughs> But Buffalo has fired the service manager and shift manager working that day after investigating the incident. We take this incident very seriously. After conducting a thorough internal investigation, have terminated the employees involved. Buffalo Wild Wings values an inclusive environment, and zero titles for discrimination of any kind. Just the fact that, listen, I'm not making an excuse for them being racist. I want y'all to understand what I'm saying, okay? But I'm trying to approach this with a little nuance. If you're trying to move me because I'm black. Don't tell me. You know what I'm saying? Just move me and I'll try to figure it out. Like, like, I don't think the white people want to sit next to us. Let me slowly come to a boil. Okay? You don't just fucking come over to me with it already scalding hot like a woman in the shower. That's not how you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Just slowly just, just slowly let me just simmer until I put it together like I think that was racist. What the fuck happened to that? Right, because you could have
0: changed the table. Like, anything could have happened. You'd be like, no, we'd rather sit you here. Like, you could have just did anything this else like getting that.
1: followed around a store, and I turn around and say, are you following me? And you go, yeah, because you're black. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> just right in front of my salad, huh? Right in front of my salad. Open and shut case. Like, I mean, I appreciate you saving me some work. I appreciate the honesty. But damn. And you had a chance to be an ally. You could have turned around to that couple and be like, they fuck just em. Some of you." Fuck them you could have said fuck them. you could have been a hero to all the black people you gotta
0: let them be mad and stump out and not come no more
1: you say black people don't tip you would have got a big ass tip that day
0: and not only that but like i
1: walked over to them white people and i just told they said they wanted y'all to move because y'all black and i told them kiss my ass this buffalo wild wings okay we don't care about that i was been like sir you just earned yourself a 50 percent tip okay <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then my party the people in my party we're we gonna spend
0: more than those two people right how much fuck are they gonna spend?
1: Right. Oh my god,
2: you and probably idiots.
0: Probably hundred, two hundred dollar bill, depending on what the fuck
1: they eating, or more, depending on what the fuck they eating and drinking. Always appeasing some racist, mad white people, and they probably ain't tip y'all. You know they didn't. <laughs> they probably left y'all like y'all, five. y'all
0: lost y'all goddamn jobs, and they're gonna be back in there next week being fucking racist.
1: Right, idiot. Um, at least the kids got to see some boobs so mm-hmm. they won um, You got to eat
0: some wings either way
1: yeah so they they also said they contacted the family and offered their deepest apology uh and she thanked the staff at Hooters for serving their group and not being closed minded people who were ruining the night of others so in the facebook post so uh karen 0 to
0: 100 oh i'm not fuck with because i think they handled this appropriately
1: yeah i wish it had never happened so i'll give it 25 mm-hmm. but you know yeah i give it i'm not fucked with a lot because they did the right thing mm-hmm. um let's see what else is happening with this in the world um <laughs> our boys in the news white tears papa john's john snatter writes a whimpering winging op ed about not getting an n-word passed uh, hey, Papa John Schnatter, shut the fuck up already. What's done is done. Or what done is done. Shout out to Bossum. Uh, <laughs> the people... What done
0: done? What done done?
1: What done done? <laughs> oh. What is it, that white
0: woman yelling at that cat? That shit been tripping me out all week.
1: White woman yelling at cat, what? Yeah,
0: it's, it's, this, they got this meme of like a white woman, and she like yelled a proper words, and then like a cat that's looking at her, did like say shit, like, like how niggas say shit, and it's just it's been it's a meme that's been floating around it's been
1: i haven't seen it oh
0: they're fucking hilarious
1: uh papa john dishes on the n-word ouster without me the pizza ain't as good
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh man
1: Father John Schnatter founded his namesake company in 1984, built it into the nation's third largest pizza chain. But after he criticized the NFL's inability to resolve the national anthem protest, he was pushed out of CEO January 1st, 2018. In a column submission to the Post, Schnatter argues that is in the time since his business, of which he still owns 16.7%, has been poorly run and that it has been a mistake to let him go. As a founder and a single largest shareholder of Papa John's Pizza, I know a thing or two about management accountability. It's been two years ago that I led my last quarterly earnings call for Wall Street analysis as the chairman and CEO. Our sales at the time were slowly consider slowing considerably, largely owing to the NFL's mishandling of the pro- protest controversy. A quarter of our marketing budget was invested in the NFL each year, as NFL viewership declined, so the customers' exposure to our marketing. Yes, yeah, see he's not taking responsibility for the fact that the sales was 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 uh doing slight slowness because of uh what i consider to be all the other options to eat food and get it delivered to your house now come on much better
0: quality pizza yeah it
1: really started slowing when he came out and said something about the uh the kneeling stuff and that's when people started being like i don't want no papa john's
0: that's when i gave a. before then i didn't give a fuck
1: Yeah, like you was doing okay, bruh. You
0: lost them the NFL deal because they would have literally for
1: decades had been the piece of the NFL. Right. And and meanwhile, you asked the current board of uh, Papa John's about John Schnatter. I hate to
0: say it. I hope I don't say ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. I always laugh. I'm a sucker for that meme.
1: Yep, and he, and the thing is, when the NFL controversy was out there, he didn't have to say shit.
0: No, he didn't. But
1: he came out and, and hopped out there to, to be the first one to volunteer.
3: Do you want the smoke, bruv?
1: <laughs> and they said, yes, we do want the smoke, as in, we will not be ordering your pizza no more. Mm-mm. And now you fucked up. The job is to sell pizza, not to get involved in political controversies. Come on okay you can't be mad at the nfl players for wanting to make political statements when you want to make political statements about their political statements come on now just stick to selling pizza slang the cheese and the dough that's all it's about (laughs) yes they would that's the
2: job
0: that's the motherfucking job Mm -mm -mm.
1: and you know as, as people that eat papa john's reading that he's still upset after all this time you know how it makes us feel.
2: My reaction is ah! angry, sad, and, and disappointed.
0: disappointed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, disappointed. Um. Yeah. He. Uh. But yeah, he ended up uh, being upset because uh, he says more controversy ensued months later when it with an internal. Diversity training meeting was secretly taped and leaked to Forbes with a false narrative about a comment I made in the meeting I expressed frustration on the NFL controversy to paraphrased someone who had purportedly used the N-word on a frequent basis. In fact, I was expressing my disdain for racism throughout the meeting, which was quite productive and demonstrated Papa John's commitment to a diverse, positive, enriching environment. For decades, we brought people of all backgrounds together for their mutual benefits, spreading tremendous success to employees, franchisees, partners, and shareholders alike. Ironically, Governor Anthony Cuomo used a racial comment during a live radio interview last week and African American state leaders rushed to defend him showing their understanding of the intent and context of his words while also considering his character yeah and that's what happened with you too because I do feel that you were given the wrong Like it was definitely fucked up how they recorded that call and they turned it into you said the n word and that was the end of it because in the context the way he was saying the n word was absolutely about the fact that he was not a racist that being said what was the last part of that showing their understanding of the intent and context of his words while also considering his character and that's where you fucked up because a lot of people did consider your character and the kind of man that was against colin kaepernick and against nfl players protesting injustice and against raising the pizza by 25 cent for fucking insurance is a man of low character no matter how much money you have no matter how many commercials you're in for a lot of us that said something about your character and i still don't feel bad this man lost his job because at the end of the day they, they 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 got al capone on tax evasion that's what they did with him like like you what you the thing that got you kicked out of there is very much gina rodriguez rapping along to lauren hill like it ain't right i personally don't find anything to be offensive about it but at the same time like you got a history of fucking up so it ain't exactly like i'm gonna jump on a grenade to save you Yeah, are out of here buddy right so anyway uh he was he's still upset about guys
0: apparently so
1: yeah can't believe i can't believe he's still still hurt by it guys still
3: Upset. Uh, six, seven, eight. Are you great? Are you mad? Are you upset? Are you sad? Come in,
1: baby. Let me, let me give you, you a up. hug. Cause you act like nobody's Nobody showing love. love. Get,
3: out
1: get out your feelings, hoe. Get, get out your feelings, hoe. You stay complaining. You stay crying. You stay whining, hoe what do you, do you need a, a pat on the back, back bitch what or do, do you, you need some candy out the pack bitch because you always and you got, got
3: that feelings and that shit be
1: straight up killing me yep good luck mr uh mr john master john uh zero hundred can
0: oh zero because he still ain't coming back
1: yep and he's still mad and that's he should have never told us that uh <laughs> also you mean it's working you still mad good 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 um south carolina congressman jim Clyburn says it's true openly gay presidential candidate poop pete booty judge <laughs> that, that was a freudian uh pete booty booty jigs booty judge pete pete mayor pete jesus yeah, christ just say Pete pb may pete. find it tough to win support from oh you know what i would feel bad but like they always fuck our names up so like really should i be feeling bad like i actually thought about this the other day uh uh trying some new shit with white people you know how white people act like they can't pronounce like quote unquote black names right you know it's like what's your name uh bomani buh bomani Bo, bomani it's like you know what we should do that with regular white people names that we do know like when they he was was like, uh, what's your name? Bob? Bob? Listen, Bob. Uh, it's Bob. I'm sorry, Boob. Uh, yeah! <laughs> like, we should just, Bob, check it out. Uh, <laughs> we should just keep doing that shit to them. Anyway. Uh, Pete judge uh, may find it tough to win support from older African American voters because of his sexuality, according to, uh, Congressman Jim Clyburn. Representative Clyburn was asked Sunday by CNN's Dana Bash v. Thai Buttigieg being gay is why he's been polling so low among south carolina ahead of his first in first in the south 2020 democratic primary house majority whip Clyburn, a democrat from orangeburg said that he couldn't shy away from booty edges uh sexual sexuality being a generational issue adding there's no question it could hurt his popularity among older blacks in the palmetto state I know a lot of people my age that feel that way. Clyburn, who's 79. I'm not going to sit here and tell you otherwise. I think everybody knows it's is an issue. A recent Monmouth University poll found that he ranked sixth in support among South Carolina's likely key Democratic voters, with only 3% saying he'd be their first choice. Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, and Tom Steyer all ranked ahead of him in the Palmetto State. A report by the state newspaper shows that Mayor Pete campaign knows his sexuality is an issue in South Carolina, particularly among black voters based on findings from a focus group over the summer. But the South Bend Indiana mayor is still working to break down potential barriers for his campaign and believes he'll be successful through the continued outreach. I think the most important mes- thing is the message. I believe that when you go to the ballot, you go to the voting booth, that you're asking about yourself, uh how is my life gonna get better if i pick the president instead of that i think we're going to win on that yeah uh this does kind of seem like they're doing that thing where they demagogue black voters as the reason that this motherfucker ain't popular right um, here's my thing you're not popular on any of the polls no you're not baby why is it specifically older black people in south carolina that become the scapegoat because i'm sick of us being a scapegoat for every democratic failing every time democrats don't make it it comes to black it's somehow on black people like i try to tell people this shit like even when i me a person that's like look if you black and you can vote take your ass out and vote because they trying to take our rights away and this is a weapon in the fight against that Mm -hmm. period there's no excuse, none of that shit. Go vote. I, I understand you feel bad, but people on Twitter telling you it don't matter. Fuck them people. Go vote, man. It's okay. Right. Yes, our ancestors did die for that shit. The same at the same time. I'm not gonna turn around and be like, you know, we lost because your black ass wasn't, you didn't do enough. Black people stay overdoing for everything. We right. of any, of any constituency in America we're the only one that truly fucking has contributed to this democracy on every fucking level we are the ones who went from not free to quote unquote free in america you know much of it being because people fucking literally died for the right to vote that's not exaggeration that's not to make you feel guilty Mm -mm. read a book it's true so yeah i like whenever some whenever someone kind of questions our decision making and patriotism or even worse try to scapegoat homophobia onto our community as a specific black failing and not a american failing you know they say we're homophobic like we own chick-fil-a right like we're the church for latter-day saints that went to california they're not even from california they went to california to make sure that that uh bill didn't pass for gay marriage investing billions of dollars into this and the problem is they rely upon the latent racism within white liberal progressive people who keep them the progressive party the progressive i've called it a party people say democratic party i call it the progressive party if we're going to be fair There's a lot of people in the Democratic Party that are there by the fact happenstance. I have to be here because I'm progressive in certain areas, and there's not a better party that can have actually win. So I'm going to push this party as far as I can go. That's where a lot of black people, a lot of brown people, a lot of lesbian, gay people, trans people. There's a lot of people in the party that are there because it's the closest thing to a good party that we have. Right. Right. It's not perfect, but yes. Right. It's the closest thing. But whenever someone isn't getting their way they try to find a way to make it black people's fault and they know that there's a constituency of white people over there that like they don't want to vote republican Mm -mm. but it doesn't mean that there's some type of anti-racist advocates they they just happen to not want to be republicans right and so they rely on that because they will eat this up and they'll go yeah it's not Uh, isn't we're not going to examine why everyone's not voting for mayor pete just these older black people aren't they the problem and stuff like this makes me think that mayor pete is specifically making this a talking point because this doesn't come out of nowhere no it does not it makes me sound like his campaign is kind of low-key putting it out i wouldn't be surprised if Clyburn has some type of connections to his campaign to even try to like validate this shit because you're kind of putting out the talking point so that when he loses south carolina he doesn't have to drop out it's just you know black people are homophobic and that's what really happened
0: right like it's like homophobic people that are homophobic on across every board and every race and every creed and every religion it's like everywhere and the shit that's fucked up you act like we don't see we didn't see the video of how the shit with how you do you treat black, people, black people up there them, yeah. you act like you act like that that happened up there and no other black people across the country seen that bullshit
1: right uh but it seems like to me it's a preparation for the fact that i know i'm gonna lose right so let me make this a black thing um meanwhile why the fuck you ain't winning to other places ain't you in iowa right now right that means white people ain't voting for you either yeah like why are you behind them in other places because it ain't like black people are the only people in south carolina right you know if so if your sexuality is an issue for voters they're not it's not just black people that it's gonna be an issue for it's a very it's a very coded language that's extremely kind of like passive aggressive and it kind of leads you like he won't he like To me it's a kind of cowardice because you won't come out and be like let me just say it's these black people that are homophobic you won't say that you'll kind of want to lead people to it like listen i'm going to campaign to everyone regardless of what they think about me it's like nah you're answering the question of black people homophobic you could have just been like listen homophobia is throughout every demographic in america and if that's that's not something specific to black people that's something that uh, you know like I said churches even evangelicals who voted for Trump like what like the Republican Party is full of people who hate gay people they're right fucking there they make up half of the electorate they have a president in office right now somehow it comes back down to black people who will vote for whoever the fuck the Democrat is that wins are the ones that are homophobic it's just it's frustrating it's just frustrating so yeah it's a yeah. it's a dracarys for me fuck yeah fuck mayor p and fuck this shit
0: and it's a 100 because it's one of these things and and he's not the only people people that are not down south uh even black people have a lot of these same myths about us quote-unquote country bumpkins when nigga it's racism up there where you where you fucking stay at too and they you know people act like ignorance quote-unquote is only down south it is not
1: yeah i you, yeah, Jacars. Fuck them. I, I, like, honestly, and I'm, the reason I'm going that hard is cause I can't believe that him and his campaign team aren't complicit in this talking point. Right. I refuse to believe this came out of nowhere. They were like, let's scapegoat these black voters so that when we lose, we can just be like, look, Hey, black people be homophobic, man. You know how it is, we dog. Tried. We tried. Yeah, well, hopefully these good white folks. Meanwhile, most of his policies are some middle of the road shit. If he ever fucking talks policy,
0: right? I don't. I
1: haven't been talking about the primary or these candidates because I don't like doing the. I'm gonna get riled up all early. I think most of these motherfuckers gonna have to drop out anyway. Right. That's all I'm uh, waiting for. And I don't want to spend a bunch of time deriding these people because honestly some of them are people that need to go back to their local areas and run and win and continue to help the the push the progressive initiatives that they claim to believe in they need to do those things where they're from right, right? so i don't want to just be like i know other people don't give a fuck i do give a fuck i don't want to spend all day all day telling you why beto o'rourke is a terrible candidate because honestly if the motherfucker's running in texas again i hope he win, i hope he beat ted cruz You know and vice and for all the other motherfuckers too all of them that are running like i hope they all continue to do good work but let's be frank dog you're not a good candidate
0: Mm -mm. i listened
1: to him on uh what's the name of this podcast radio atlantic is a podcast i listen to and they've been interviewing the presidential candidates and this motherfucker has no plans what the fuck you are running against elizabeth warren and bernie sanders who have a fucking plan for everything mm-hmm you have no plans well uh, Kamala Harris plan for every fucking thing you have no fucking plans dude you're just rolling out there and being like I'm white I'm a dude and yes I happen to be gay but let me tell you something It's everyone's good good Republicans good conservatives good Democrats we all just need to be united be in the country together everything's fine bruh that's not gonna win Mm -mm. the only person that can win with that is joe biden and that's because he's already in the front right no one's gonna win that and i don't think joe biden will win with it to be frank no one's gonna win with that shit anymore everyone got eyes and see the fucking news the world's divided we as a populace are divided this is not this is not we can't just fucking not see color on things anymore you can't just agree to disagree on some of this shit anymore
0: you can't be middle of the road and expect it to be all right because it's not middle of the road when laws and policies and procedures and shit are passed that actually affect my fucking life and life and
1: death for people so nah man go the fuck home bro this is whack yes it is like i i really tried to avoid the whole like yo dude is terrible black lives matter like Protested him and he didn't have satisfactory answers on this he didn't fire a police chief that was accused of racism or some shit like that and i remember being like you know what all these motherfuckers got some dirt i hope he's not as milquetoast as you guys say he is but he hasn't done anything to dissuade me from feeling that this dude is exactly who people said he was Mm -hmm. and I hate that cause I actually think people give people not enough credit or they make everything the most like worst possible framing possible when it comes to talking about these candidates and their flaws but bruh The job is to acquit yourself on these things and you're not doing it even kamala harris is talking at fucking prison reform and uh criminal justice reform places and going out there none of those topics no like dude not even not touching i'm saying those were her weak areas to a lot of people Mm -hmm. and you don't have to believe her but she's going out there talking directly to the critics and being like nah this is how i feel about these things fuck what you heard this is my feelings and this is what i'm gonna do as president this is now that was it i respect that elizabeth warren fucking talking to people that are like native americans and uh indigenous people and talking like going to meet them and talk with them apologizing to them things of this nature Mm -hmm. these are the flaws that that her campaign had and she's like nah let me address that dog Mayor peach is out here on some let me just uh, pretend that nobody has a problem with uh with my with my racial record
0: and what's so funny the women of the group i like cool i correct that i correct that you know right. what the men are going fuck y'all right all the men candidates y'all go after joe biden he go fuck you
1: mm-hmm.
0: like shit like that matters yeah. you're right
1: the men are like that
0: right you 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 criticize them they want to get mad and lash out. motherfucker you trying to run for goddamn president
1: but as always like same thing with Hillary. when a woman is running for a job is much harder and people are much have a much more negative view of her when a woman has a job In like throughout uh throughout the industries they are almost always reported to do a better job and have better job satisfaction with people that work with them Mm -hmm. so we don't like an ambitious woman trying to get a job but we don't like but we love when a woman has a job because guess what she's doing a good job anyway fuck mayor pete on this one dog i'm sorry that's i just can't possibly believe that that that's not on purpose i can't
0: oh yeah it's it's strategic yeah because he know he's not gonna win
1: he knows he's not gonna win and now let's blame black just people. lose and keep it pushing to drop out the race right we gotta get to some blame black people bullshit fuck out of here bruh all right let's get into uh let's get into some guest the race and then we'll get out of here guys we'll be back tomorrow with our walking dead recap now that it's time for some guest the race
3: that's right, it's guest the
1: race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Ba-du-ba. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read a play dude arguing from all across the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Karen in the chat room to guess the race. And of course everyone playing is racist. Alright, you ready to guess? Let's do it. A Louisiana man avoids a DUI by stealing electric cart from Walmart to bar hop and gets arrested for theft anyway.
2: Ha! Uh, ha! Uh, ha! Ha! Not bar hop.
1: Yep. Bryce How fast
0: we've been better walking. The things don't go but, but too, fast, too fast.
1: Bryce Kendall Williams, 32, was charged with unauthorized use of a movable after police say he stole an electric shopping cart from Walmart store earlier Wednesday morning yeah I mean, and those things are painted the walmart color so everyone knows you got it from right the deputies are dispatched to a, it probably had you think i had one wheel that don't work because everything in walmart squeaking. got one they
0: kept putting over to the left yeah
1: like everything in walmart got one wheel that mm-hmm. don't work come on it's amazing how just like 14 extra cent per item on target makes makes the sh- everything in target work right
3: mm-hmm
1: it's crazy shit needs to be balanced and rotated but you 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 can't get to get it back right you go to checkout and you always buy way too much shit because everything ain't work right you get in a good mood
3: yeah
1: employees want to help everything ain't squeaking and shit it all comes down in them fucking wheels you ain't crashing into shit because they keep veering squeaky wheel never gets the grease in walmart <laughs> never uh deputies say were dispatched to a bar a corporate drive around twelve twenty six a.m of report, someone had arrived there driving an electric cart once on the scene law enforcement officers located the car parked between two vehicles in the bar parking lot uh-huh. first of all he parked it
2: and how did you get that far
1: shout out to him pulling into a parking space like it was a regular car <laughs> also shout out to the snitch because you know why they snitch right because they went to go pull into that space that's how a fucking walmart <gasps> cart there it's like man what the <laughs> fuck you know that was mad as hell nah fuck this i'm calling cops uh security guard pointed williams out to the police williams and the deputies that he was previously at another bar but believed he could get charged charge of the dui if he drove his own vehicle he instead decided to take the electric cart from the walmart parking lot to the next bar well sir that's how you know you're drunk Right. the fact you thought that was a good idea and then you parked that shit like a car he is facing a felony charge his bond was set at two thousand f- that's a felony oh oh well, you operating a motive uh, i know for stealing it that's remember he didn't get charged uh, for a dui probably
0: because of cost you know if i have certain cost levels and i'm it must, whatever that shit costs, it must hit that felony number cost
1: all right well can I guess the race of bryce kendall williams
0: bryce is uh white
1: check the chat room see what they believe uh bryce or, or with an i or why is bryce with an i marlene says black uh don't he know walking would have been faster probably was leaning back to the side where he drove it this is a dumb nigga shit white that's a nigga name white nonsense macgyver white felony sound black ha bryce don't like spice white that i in the name mean black okay karen went with white you guys went with black uh some of you guys went with white too the correct answer is and karen mm-hmm you got it wrong he's
3: black Aww. Oh!
1: of course many of you did get black you got it right did this picture show up yet hmm. yeah he did that yeah <laughs> he always say that you act like it's gonna be a picture one time where you're gonna be like he didn't do that now nah, he's innocent it might shock me one day that's why okay um <laughs> they just the mug shot just look
0: like i did that shit shots.
1: yeah some people mugshots do look like yeah I, I definitely should be in here and i'll do it again you got the right person guys i just yes want, you got the right person i want you guys to know <laughs> you didn't make a mistake no mysteries yeah <laughs> uh popeye's customer stabbed at a restaurant a popeye's customer who was stabbed to death outside of one of the chain's restaurants in maryland has been identified as police reveal he was attacked in a brutal confrontation that unfolded in just 15 seconds oh we probably wouldn't even over the checking the victim was identified as a 28 year old male kevin tyler oh wait Ty, kevin tyrell davis of Oxon hill maryland prince george county police spokeswoman announced tuesday he entered the fast food joint around 7 p.m monday evening when there were about three dozen people waiting in line many waiting for the newly released chicken sandwich and cut to the front of the line after cutting he was confronted by the suspect and within a matter of 15 seconds the two ended up outside the restaurant and davis was stabbed prince george police uh county police also released this photo of the unnamed suspect pictured above in surveillance that's who's race guessing the okay. suspect it's surveillance footage from the restaurant leading for the public to come forward with this information the identification comes as a shocking video has emerged of the stabbing victim on the stretcher being rushed into an ambulance after the stabbing attack officers arrived to the fast food chain and applied life-saving measures to the victim the victim was rushed to the hospital and died from his wounds 51 minutes later for, for you to get that angry over anything and develop it, this into this type of violence again is very sad it's tragic day police spokeswoman uh jennifer donnellan said on the incident the famed chicken sandwich which was introduced in august and sold out in two weeks returned to menus across the nation on sunday reigniting the craze fast food fans stood in long lines on sunday and monday to get their hands on the burger in some restaurants across the country brawls and violence ensued over excruciating wait times A eyewitness described how the dude cut the line before he they went outside and dude got stabbed adding and now we can't leave because they have to make sure there's no blood on the road uh police have confirmed oh. a 28 year old adult male found with multiple stab wounds in the parking lot died during a fight at the scene they're still hunting the suspect uh so karen guess the race of the suspect in the stabbing black i didn't even think about that now you trapped yeah but i mean you ain't got nowhere to go if you waiting in line for that uh sandwich to be yeah, frank at least i'm eating while i'm waiting yeah all right let's check the chat room see what they believe i couldn't download the popeyes app on his obama phone oh he needed to (laughs) he needed to cut it and actually cut it a nigga dead black in mike epp's voice oh this was a nigga who did this black uh A nigga that didn't know how to use that Popeye's app black. Either black or Justin Trudeau, Trudeau going incognito. Aww. Cut somebody over chicken black. Black black. Snitches get stitches black. Something about George's chicken. The passport shame. Background noise black. <laughs> the correct answer and everyone got it. Of course, it was black, sadly. now why couldn't mr stabham be the the black guy who got discriminated at buffalo wild wings you know
0: <laughs> that would have like why couldn't things? he have been
1: in there when the dude was like i don't want these niggers sitting here He was like oh you know what let's talk about for a second okay let me let me go over here and shake your ass up real quick and see if you l- still l- feel that l- way l- let's talk about this chi- these chicken wings right you know oh you so you got a problem i got a problem too you oh. know yeah, and the
0: employees, everybody like, look, we just want chicken. We we ain't planning on a murder. I right. was gonna murder the chicken. Goddamn, I ain't know I was gonna witness a murder. Right? Good grief. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, but his daddy shouldn't have looked at her like that. So you know. Because I don't like how you looked
2: at me. Why you gotta look at me like that? Sandra, I apologize. I don't know how I'm looking at you like that. Like what? Oh, look! Look, you are doing it. I look over here. Don't look at me. You don't know how to talk
3: to people. Why you gotta be looking at me? Why, man? I'm not mm-hmm. looking at anyone.
2: If someone could. <laughs> <laughs> Driving, i don't know what i did hey guys what's going on? <laughs> i'm bleeding
1: um oh. but yeah i saw someone on facebook being like stop saying they got stabbed over a chicken sandwich he got stabbed because he cut the line i'm tired of y'all saying blah 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 but about waiting on chicken sandwich? the fuck right i'm gonna be real with you he got stabbed over that chicken sandwich yes, come on now come on now i mean we could get real deep on this and be like he really got stabbed because of white, white supremacy and capitalism and uh the politics of scarcity and of course toxic masculinity he skipped the motherfucking line for the chicken sandwich but we all know it's that goddamn chicken sandwich it's the goddamn devil's chicken it's delicious and standing in line for it do make you want to stab a nigga okay um all right we need to go to the bonus round we're almost out of time in the session uh so i'm gonna pause it all right let's go into the bonus round double the points and the race
2: double
1: the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round guess the race so far karen is one and one let's see if she can make it up in the bonus round i'ma try yep you know you were doing all right got off to a bad start but i feel hey, like yeah this all sounds crazy say.
3: especially when you learn the suspect is this woman this is 60 year old katherine cherry she's behind bars tonight facing major charges When someone knocks on your front door... I was sitting here
2: just minding my own business.
3: You often don't know who you're going to encounter on the other side, but a woman with a crossbow...
2: I could hear, you know, she's all, give me my son, I want my son back.
3: ...is the last thing Robin Harker ever expected to find. She
2: was hiding here, and when I opened the door, she was like this with the crossbow.
3: That woman was no stranger to Robin. It was her neighbor, six-year-old Catherine Cherry, who lives in the apartment one floor below.
2: hit and put a hole here. Graced my leg and went all the way down the hallway to the bedroom. I was shaking. I was shaking pretty good.
3: But Robin was armed with a hammer. She says she fought back.
2: I just started swinging at her like this and she said ow a couple times.
3: Robin says she feared Cherry might be up to something because her neighbor had called the cops on her before.
2: She told the cops that I had her son and her daughter's dead bodies in my apartment and they came in and they looked. So I've had my apartment searched.
3: But up until Friday, Cherry had never come a-knocking with a weapon in hand. Look well, how sharp that
2: is. It lands right about where the cat's at.
3: Robin suspects her neighbor suffers from a mental illness.
2: I don't think it's me personally. I just think it's whoever would have inhabited or inhabited this apartment would be facing the same issues I am but
3: while Robin empathizes with her neighbor she says she doesn't believe mental illness is something her property manager should overlook she believes her neighbor not only needs help
2: in a way I feel sorry for her, but in a way I don't
3: but also needs to be evicted
2: yeah I went down there again today and told them that I was you know scared what's going to happen next I mean what if she had a gun people are in danger you know with her living by herself
3: and we did learn tonight, Cherry is being evicted from her apartment. She's still behind bars, charged with attempted first-degree assault and felony menacing. And we also learned tonight, Cherry was arrested back in 2010 for that same charge, felony menacing, and harassment. She ended up pleading guilty to charges of obstruction of government operations in that case. Kagan Harsha, Fox 31. All right,
1: Kagan, thank Oh, my goodness. All right, Karen. Guess the race of Catherine Cherry, the crossbow grandma. White. Alright. I just keep thinking about that half bait when uh when when Day feels like I don't wanna be the first nigga to die from a crossbow No <laughs> you don't. Uh that Thor versus Hawkeye White. <laughs> the hammer in the crossbow is good. She's a district twelve bitty white, white, white Daryl's mama, <laughs> white, also white, 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 white. Everybody went white on this one and everyone is correct. She's white. what gave it away that she was white the crossbow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah man that's that's scary man because like clearly whatever's happening doesn't sound like she's being treated and that that was the neighbor's point and it sounded like this is something
0: that's done before so that's why she told him like hey is it gonna take somebody getting killed in here before you are like hey she don't need to be here right he actually needs to be someone that actually can uh, do whatever they to do, be it medication, whatever it is to get a balanced.
1: Yeah. They should be listening to Lil John but like throw them bows. No, she throw <laughs> bows,
0: all right. <laughs> oh man. They talking about elbows, she talking about other real bows. Yeah. <laughs>
1: she's dropping bows on these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man so I don't, I don't i think i would just get shot if somebody had a crossbow because it's like that's i'd be so shocked i'm like what the fuck am i supposed to do with this wait for a dragon to come down like uh, uh, what kind of shit is this a man there oh dear what's happening here i was ready for a lot of things not a fucking crossbow
2: Mm-mm.
1: all right sword ratcheting this time <laughs> A man tries to sneak a sword past security at Newark Airport. What? A man apparently uh, was trying to board a flight to Sao Paulo, Brazil, at Newark Airport, carrying a sword on Friday. The TSA, which posted a photo of the long handled knife in his leather scabbard, said the passenger told agents he thought he could carry the weapon past the checkpoint because of its value. It was packed in a long box and was identified as a sword via X ray machine. When opened, that was confirmed. Course of swords are weapons and as such they are prohibited past the TSA security checkpoint. Yeah, people always say TSA is just supposed to make you feel safe and I hear y'all on that, but every once in a while they be like, We caught a nigga with a sword and I'm like, Well thank God for the TSA. I don't want that motherfucker flying next to me. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm pretty sure uh there are exceptions to this rule, but people probably Go through other means of getting it where they know, okay, it's a sword, da 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 da. You can't just
1: be like, right. hey,
0: I'm a regular ass passenger. They're gonna be like, no, bitch.
1: Yeah, so they allowed him to take it, but not on the flight. Obviously, he had to check it. Right. Um, so it flew uh, with other checked baggage in the belly of the plane, so nobody had access to the weapon during the flight. Correct. Uh, doesn't, doesn't matter to the TSA how much the weapon is worth, no weapons should be brought in the cabin of a plane. Mm-mm. People just really that fucking stupid, huh? Mhm. But it's an expensive sword. Okay? Oh, well, oh, right. oh, we
0: don't give a fuck. You can't have it in the cabin of this goddamn plane. Uh,
1: let me ask you this, sir. Let me ask you this. Can it be used to cut people? Yeah, that's kind of the thing we're worried about. Okay? We're not we're not here to steal your expensive sword. We're more worried about, you know, you stealing off on somebody. Ah! Fucking idiot. And blood on our fucking plane. oh Oh, man this is our this is america guys it is uh all right guys that is it thank you guys for listening we'll be back tomorrow with our recap of the walking dead that's right you get six episodes this week technically um until next time glad you enjoyed that chicken sandwich i did thank you till next time i love you i love you too